So I'm speaking with uh, Raman Altin, who is a Turkish composer uh, whose recent score for The Butterfly's Dream is garnering some fantastic attention and praise. Uh, the film follows two struggling young poets living in Turkey at the start of World War II. As they both contract tuberculosis, they also fall in love and find a new way of looking at their uh, struggling life. His score won the Public Choice Award at this year's World Soundtrack Awards at the 40th Film Festival of Ghent. It is also Turkey's official entry for Best Foreign Film for this year's Academy Awards. The film itself is a, a beautiful story told in the visual style of classic cinema. Uh, Ramon's score was an essential part to the big emotional resonance of the film and is by far one of the, the best of the year, in my opinion. And uh, thank you, Ramon, so much. It's so wonderful to speak again. Well, thank you very much for your uh, great <laughs> comment. And uh, it's exciting, yeah. We have a uh, we have a huge uh, adventure going on for some time. Oh yeah. And I'm really uh, so glad. I'm, it's my pleasure to be part of it. So yes, we are here. <laughs> so uh, tell me uh, to start. What what does music mean to you personally? And why did you decide to become a composer? What made you want to write music for films? Oh yeah, uh, it's a really important uh, thing in my life actually. So let me start from the beginning. Mm -hmm. uh, I watched uh, Star Wars and Superman when I was seven years old, uh, and uh, like seven and eight, uh, and they really um, uh, they really uh, changed my world at that time, as as every kid <laughs> in the world at these days. Mm -hmm. And um, later on, it continued with E.T. Jaws. Uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, and I was, um, as a child, I was impressed with these films uh, as much as it can be. Uh, and um, I was watching them from uh, videos and um, from TVs, time, uh, every time, for example, maybe a couple times in a day. I, I memorized all the um, dialogues and everything. And, um, and it goes and goes. I was, uh, till this high school, I'm, I was finishing high school. Then I decided um, to go to a conservatory because my father was a musician and I was um, um, feeling that I, I was going to write music and everything. And that summer I realized something. It was the, um, uh, in, the high, very interesting point of my life. The, all these films which uh, affected my life so deeply has a common part. And they were all composed by Mr. John Williams. And at that moment, I realized that I also saw that I was listening to this music for years and time and time and time again. So I memorized all the orchestration, all the melodies, all the contrapoint, everything. So at that moment, I realized that I want to be a film composer. It was like I was 17, 16 years old. And from time till now, it was all programmed and um, it was a path I want to achieve. So uh, nothing was... Um, for um, come uh, constantly, uh, it's all worked on, and th this is the story actually. And about the butterfly's dream, again, one of the big films uh, which influenced my life very much is Steve McQueen's and Dustin Hoffman's Papillon. Mm. Papillon, so this is, you know, it's the same as Butterfly. And um, that score of Jerry Goldsmith, also, uh, I always said to my friends, I wish I would. Uh, compose some music like that and I love the story, the name Butterfly, so it was in my heart for years and at the end uh, someday I just realized that um, one of my good friends uh, which is, who is the director of this film Yilmaz, Yilmaz Erdogan 
is uh, shooting a film about poetry and the name is Butterfly's Dream. And at that moment, I just realized I have to do this film, I have to score this one. And a year after, um, he came to me, he came to me, I said, okay, we're doing the music together. And it was like completing my life after 20, 40, uh, 30 years later, <laughs> I found my own butterfly to score. So um, I really uh, connected to the film so much. And there's other um, points which also connects me to the film. But the thing is, this butterfly team uh, was in my life for so long. And it's at last I had a chance to score my own butterfly. <laughs> Well, it's, uh, it was a wonderful film, and you, you brought it here to Los Angeles at the Society of Composers and Lyricists, and it was an amazing screening. And uh, I was—I mean, I mean, I love the film so much. It just connected connected with me, and your music was so emotionally uh, moving. And it's—it was directed. You, you mentioned by Yilmaz, um, who handled the material wonderfully. So when you first started speaking with him about the music. What kind of uh, discussions did you have? What did he want? What did you want? You know, what were the goals for the music? Uh, what did you kind of initially talk about? Um, the, the first thing he, he said, uh, he wants to use, um, he wants the music to be a classical music, mm -hmm. uh, like the Hollywood uh, uh, golden era and like that. And he said, if he if somebody says this is not classical music, he's not going to buy it from me. <laughs> so um, instead of using um, 1940s Turkey's uh, Turkey's atmosphere musically, like uh, a little bit more um, cultural ethnic ethnicity, not, I'm not talking about Middle Eastern sound, but Turkey at that times had had their um, uh, Turkish classical music, which was so popular that days. And instead of using these, he chose um, to interpret his film with classical music, which was also an universal language, and uh, it was uh, so correct. And um, so I started, um, and, and very important thing, very important for composers, uh, he had so little temp tracks, like three or four for a, a two-hour film, so two or three, uh, three or four little cues. And, in, and um, so I was basically free. Uh, to fly, so um, and we uh, and there's another rare thing which happens. Uh, Yumas um, was here in Los Angeles, and we decided to build up uh, um, editing room in my studio for him. So um, we spent like two months together in my uh, studio. He edited the film in another room, and he was sending me the scenes, and I was just composing some themes and everything, sending back to him. It was a, an unbelievable chance for me, and it was a, a really, really good experience. And um, and it was um, slightly easy uh, because uh, we, did, we didn't have uh, we didn't lost time. Uh, and for example, at, at some scenes, I was uh, composing a theme, and he was saying, "Oh, this theme would be great for this scene." And like this, we, we changed ideas and everything. So. After this, like seven months, uh, seven weeks, sorry, he left uh, for the final cut to Istanbul. And after that, I had like four weeks to finish the score. And uh, so in total, it was like uh, three, three months that I worked on writing the music. But last, last uh, one month was a really, really um, busy month. Um, but yes, uh, so we discussed um, with him every scene, every second of the film. 
So it really helped. We were spending the time all the time. Uh, besides, uh, after working, we were talking about the film, the poetry, um, the po the poets. So uh, it was a very very close uh, working time, and it really helped. Um, which is uh, this is also rare. I would like to say. Uh, I would like to underline this. He didn't give me any revisions or notes. Every every cue I wrote, which was like 70 cues, all of them uh, just uh, fit perfectly, and it was uh, again a highlight for my life and career. So I'm pretty happy with what we uh, came up with. I think uh, a lot of composers would be jealous of you <laughs> for that experience. For no revisions, uh, no temp track, very rare. <laughs> Very rare. There, there was one temp track. Actually, there was uh, that that three temp, three or four temp tracks. I also have a story which is incredible. Mm -hmm. And he said to me very clearly in the in the beginning. He said, "Look, I love these temps, and I'm going to uh, buy the rights. So I don't tell you don't compose this, but know that I'm going to use these." And it was, you know, as a composer, it's always frustrating. And I said, "Okay, but I'll try." And um, I know that it was very hard. It was a huge uh, wall to break. But um, the, I started with the uh, main title, which was in the beginning of the film. You remember the black and white scene, uh, the uncutted scene? Yes, yes. So I composed that uh, in a couple of days. Um, I said, come on, I'm what, I want to play you something. And I usually play from my um, sequencer. I, I do it very richly and play my directors like that but that day uh, I call him I um, prepared my studio and I played on the piano live the entrance and from that moment till today it's been a year it didn't change so it was so um, I was so feeling um, uh, close with the opening scene and the film so my main team didn't change from that moment he said okay uh, you tricked me. I'm not. I'm not going to use the temp again. And I fought this temp law because he was he was listening to end, uh, the entrance of the movie with that temp track for like four months. So you know how poisoned uh, directors with the temp track, but I beat it. So I'm pretty happy with it. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. That's a great story. Uh, so when you when you first looked at the film and you, you you know you had your blank slate you didn't have any music um what were you looking at for inspiration what really spoke to you about the story i mean was it the story the characters the time period of the film the cinematography uh what really spoke to you as a storyteller that got your music kind of going yeah actually um i don't like to read scripts uh it's uh uh, it's a confession mm -hmm. because I want to feel the movie uh, with, the, with the pictures because I always say um, when I read the scripts um, I have a huge imaginary I have a huge um, um, uh, how can I say yeah Im imagining things so uh, I, I, I feel so much uh, music about it but I have, to, I have to see the film so I can um, add color to that imagine imagination and uh, movement, the, uh, the speed of the film, the acting, they all affect me. So it was a perfect, uh, again, it, yeah, like I can say, it, it was a perfect match for any, very various ways. Like the film came to me uh, with the um, first cut, so it was uh, slightly finishing. And um, the, 
the director of photography is beautiful. So it it touched me at the first second I started the movie, and the, and the um, actors were incredible. I, I was uh, I had to say I never saw a people in, in Turkish cinema who lost you know uh, they lost around forty pounds each actor to give this um, sickness uh, to to, um, to to the audience. Mm -hmm. So uh, the um, the art direction was great. So it was all uh, touchy, and um, the story was unbelievably um, uh, touchy again. And uh, they they know they were dying, and uh, but they didn't give up for love and poetry. And it was so so um, uh, unbelievable strong story, and. Um, so it it's it uh, it took me to his ends at the first moments that I started the film, and uh, I know that it will be um, um, smooth and very uh, very um, sentimental music. I know it has to be, and the thing the the challenge was the film was sad itself the story, but um, they were not um, they were pretending that they are not dying. And uh, their love to, to poetry, and it was like it was keeping them alive. So I have to use this um, um, uh, positive melodies. Uh, but uh, I, I always said uh, the film, the, the music is um, like a, uh, like a sadness, but washed uh, with tears. So it it has this. Uh, positive feeling. It has to be has this positive feeling inside. So I always um, take uh, the, this uh, thing in my mind, and um, all the melodies, all the um, music was uh, composed with these feelings. So, so I think uh, I really achieved this uh, because when you when you feel when you listen to soundtrack uh, separately, uh, uh, you feel like it's a very um, uh, um, how can I say positive uh, love teams and um, but when you connect it with these scenes, it it covers the story but gives this hope also uh, and but and I call and I connect this to poetry uh, in my heart. So it is like poetry. It says it writes something, but it says something else under beneath. So I try to achieve that. I hope I did it. Oh, you did absolutely. It had that. It, it kind of beautiful tragedy behind it and I think when you accent sadness with beauty it even it kind of amplifies you know the feeling and it yeah. makes it bigger so it's definitely it works so much <laughs> um, so you've you've been traveling all over uh, the world now showing the film in different countries and the reception yeah. has been tremendous you won the public choice award and in, in Ghent and so you bring it to Los Angeles. So what does it mean to you that your music is connecting and resonating with so many people around the world? How does that feel? Uh, actually, I'm living the best days of my life, I can say, so far. Because, um, I, you know, every musician has this ego. And I, I believe my music is the best, or else I couldn't uh, finish it. I would do it again and again and record. But um, the, I'm, I'm a very per perfectionist co composer. <laughs> Uh, I did my best, and uh, I know that it is beautiful. But hearing this from other people is—I uh, um, I can't tell how it feels. It's—it's it's amazing, and I'm—I'm um, I'm a very lucky composer that uh, had this opportunity to uh, compose 
uh, a score for a love film, a, a, poet, a film about poetry. So the scenes are so beautiful, the pictures are beautiful, stories are so touchy. So, but um, hearing everybody is um, telling me how they impressed about the um, music, how it, it was uh, touchy and it is so deep and lovely. So hearing this all over the world from many, many people that I never seen in my life, so it is really unbelievably um, feeling great. <laughs> and uh, and the other thing is, I feel again so lucky because you know I'm in Los Angeles for a couple of years, and um, doing some stuff and uh, getting busy here. But um, uh, this this huge um, attention come from my own uh, country. Uh, so it was again another luck for for my life. And again, I would like to thank Yilmaz because the film is so strong and um, everybody sees the movie uh, falls in love at that moment, as you can tell. Uh, you also uh, witnessed that. So uh, it's interesting. In, in Ghent, um, uh, like, I'll have a story to tell. After I get this award, uh, we went to a um, pub to... Um, uh, have a couple uh, drinks and um, celebrate. And when I entered the pub, everybody started applauding. And it was uh, it was very rare <laughs> to to recognize a film composer. And it's also uh, one of the f first uh, experience that I had in my life. So um, uh, we just had to sign some CDs and everything. So um, it's great. Uh, actually, um, I feel very lucky nowadays. Well, it, it, it's warranted, and it's uh, definitely deserved, and you, you did such an amazing job and, and work. And and uh, and uh, I also wanted to ask you, you, you told a great story at uh, to Joel when he was talking to you at the SEL screening about your uncle, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, you, yeah this, you, during, while you are working, this became a personal connection to you. Yeah, it is actually, uh, it's, it's like a miracle, not a story, but uh, it is, it is in, incredible, incredible. Uh, which is, um, you know, our art direction and the costumes are very, very uh, 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 successful. And um, this sanatorium in 1940 was real. And um, so uh, Turkey was at that time very, uh, not so uh, um, rich. And um, the, only, um, the only sanatorium was that in Turkey. And everybody was uh, tuberculosis at the time. There was no cure. And people are on the list, were on the list. And they were going there very, um, uh, they select people to take into the hospital with on the list. So, um, and during scoring, I've realized something. These guys have had their robes from the sanatorium, which they um, take a rest in the garden, eat and stuff. And I think I know these ropes from somewhere. They come, they come very uh, familiar to my eye. And I just uh, figure out that I have a picture of my own uncle with that kind of a rope. And I said, it can't be, but just want to check. And check that, I just saw that I have my uncle having a rest on a um, chair in the um, garden of a sanatorium, which has the same rope. And just um, called my aunts and my uh, family and, re and learned that my uncle were tuberculosis again, like, like these guys. 
and uh, went to same sanatorium in the same year that guys were there. So probably they were friends. And also my uh, uncle died from tuberculosis. And also he married with his his wife, also was also were tuberculosis, and he met he, he, her at the sanatorium. So because that days um, people are always uh, marrying with the same disease, uh, disease wives and husbands. So it was uh, at that moment, uh, I'm not ashamed to tell, I started to cry. And uh, something happened to my heart, and it didn't go away till I till today actually. And I started to compose um, feeling with this, um, remembering my uncle, and knowing that they they were uh, friends with the guys who I'm who I was scoring their lives. So, yeah, this is real, and I can't believe still how how it's come to me. I think it's a miracle. That's 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 stunning. That and just to make to kind of to bring film into your personal life and to make the film something that special. And I think that kind of represents the the, the power of movies, you know, and how it affects us all. <laughs> but to uh, to wrap up, I you know I always like to ask composers uh, this one question. So, if you could score any film ever made with no disrespect to the original composer or the original score. Which film would you choose? Oh, this is a hard one. <laughs> <laughs> Do I have to tell one movie? Oh uh, yeah, one or a couple. Which ones that you would love to have a uh, have it had a chance to score? Oh, I don't know. It, I, let me say one um, one thing. Uh, I would like to. Uh, oh, let me think a little bit then. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. I love E.T. so much. Again, Papillon is my one of my bests. And uh, did you know about my Star Wars collection? I saw I a this. picture. I saw a picture of, and I was yeah. going to ask you, and you mentioned that you, you seem to be a huge Star Wars fan. Yes, I have. Uh, this is unofficial, but I have the second largest collection of Star Wars in the world. Wow. So <laughs> I'm obsessed with it. So I, I don't. Uh, I would like to say Star Wars, but I can't say. I don't know why. Maybe my respect for the, uh, Mr. John Williams. But of course, uh, Star Wars can be. I, I love Forrest Gump. Uh, so I think I would say some um, sentimental uh, or touching movies. But let me. If I had to choose, let me say um, Papillon. It's an excellent choice. Yes. Excellent choice. <laughs> uh, well, Ramon, thank you so much uh, for talking today and, and, and talking about your process and sharing everything. It's been it's an honor. And and uh, as a, a fellow a Turk, Turk to another, thank you so much. <laughs> I thank you very much. Thank you.